Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table. We discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we're discussing I Do Be Loved in House, episode 8 of the Taiwanese BL drama series. Peeps, we are literally, we have 12 episodes, so we have like two left of this series before it finishes airing. I am so pumped. It's not like the same feeling I get with We Best Love. Okay, that's on a special pedestal, which it's not going to topple from, but... This is still one of those things that I get up really early and late, depending, <laughs> to watch. So, especially when it comes out with a premiere, it's like, I really got to get up or stay up late, depending on how you want to look at it. But moving on. So in this episode, it opens with Jin Yu saying that he met Shi Li a long time ago. And you go back to the scene where... Jin Yu was at like a a fair, a craft fair, where he are an artisanal fair, and he sees Shi Li, who's telling him about how wonderful their new creation is, and he's basically just watching Shi Li going. He loves the the vibrant, um, basically spirit of Shi Li, and he says, "You know, I knew you a long time ago, even though you didn't know I knew you." And it's at that point that we go back to the present time when he's hugging Shili because he doesn't feel good. And it's at this point that Shili says, you know, I really didn't know who you were until this moment when you were sick as a dog with your nickel allergy and just reached out to hug me. And then I really understood who you were as a person, which kind of took me by surprise because I wasn't expecting you to be this kind of person at all. And it's at this point that Jin Yu says, it's good that you understood me at this point. He says, is it, I'm not sure if this is good or not. This is just kind of weird. And he says, yes, this, this is good, Shili. And basically, I think what we're seeing is their discussions as they are a couple later on, which we don't know yet, in these little brief, what we call memory synapses at the beginning of each episode. That's Anna's opinion on it. It could be totally wrong, peeps, but that's what I'm kind of gathering. We then go to... She Lee wakes up in the middle of the night because Jin Yu is again pushed as close on the bed as he can to the mattress on the floor. And he's in his sleep just constantly scratching his back because he can't get rid of the itchiness from the nickel allergy. So She Lee gets up, sees that his back is completely red and not good, goes and gets some ointment to him without waking Jin Yu up because he doesn't want to bother him. And again, I think it's in this episode, you see that Shili, yeah, he's kind of annoying in the way that he talks and what he says, etc. But when it comes down to brass tacks, he has a very caring nature for people, and not just Jin Yu. I'm just saying, in general, he tries to look out for people more than the average person would, which is one of the reasons I like him as a character, even though I sit there sometimes and go, Shili, would you please not do this? But, you know, we all have moments, I'm just saying, some more than others, some less than others. But it's at this point that he's putting the ointment on Jin Yu's back, and Jin Yu wakes up and is going, I'm, I'm okay, I don't need any help. And he says, just let me put the ointment on your back. You're already up. I didn't mean to wake you. I'm just trying to make it so that you don't end up, you know, scratching yourself bloody on your back. And Jin Yu's like, um, what about the ointment? And, and she goes, my mom gave me this ointment. It doesn't have nickel in it. 
you'll be fine. And so this is the point that she says, you know, um, she says, my mom is so thoughtful, you know. And then he's just going, as he puts it on his back. And I'm sorry, I find this mildly entertaining. And Jin Yu looks at him and he goes, well, you're, you're a thoughtful person too. And he says... He says, well, what would what would our design company be if we didn't have our boss? And he says, so you're just helping because I'm your boss? And he says, well, you know, you're also, I'm I'm your, we, we're roommates for Pete's sake, okay? And then you says, so you're helping because you're roommates. I thought you wanted me out of here because you were mad that I was your boss. And he says, well, even if you weren't my boss, you'd still own the house. So, I mean, you know, and then you at this point says, and now is the time when you would say great, sarcastically correct. And you, and Sheely's like, you know, I'm just trying to put ointment on your back, not have an existential discussion on how I feel about things. And so this is where that closes. The next morning, um, or evening, I'm not sure which because of the meal. It's a little uncertain to me. But Sheely is eating some gummies, which, okay, I'm having a momentary digression here on Asian Moki gummies. Okay, there is a moment of pause here. Um, the reason being, if any of you have not tried Moki gummies, go online, even if they seem to be super expensive, buy a bag, and you will totally see why that pause just happened. I just experienced my first Moki gummies recently, and I also experienced my first Moki that were like the, the huge gummy cookies. I'm just saying, I grew up loving gummy worms, but they don't even compare on the Rector scale to these gummies. I mean, they're absolutely beyond awesome, amazing. If you haven't tried them, you totally should. Even if you have to special order them, depending on your location, totally worth it. Where I live, they're not that expensive because of my location. But in some places, like if you live in the States, it might be a little harder to obtain them, depending. But I'm just saying it's really super good. But anyway, Sheely is eating these gummies. Jin Yu comes out because, again, when he gets tickle allergy, he kind of gets in a funk where he's not quite thinking properly. <laughs> and I don't mean that bad. We all have moments. I think, you know, for people who have either had allergies or live with people who have allergies, it does make you not think at the same capacity that you would if you weren't an itchy mass or if you weren't feeling sick because of your allergies. I'm just saying it doesn't make you the most ideal candidate for thought sometimes. So anyway, Sheely sits down with his gummies. Jin Yu sits down, and he's just kind of there, but you can tell he's not really there. And um, Sheely's mom is getting dinner around. It's at this point that Sheely puts the gummies down to go help his mom with something and turns around to see that Jin Yu has reached over for the gummies. He's like, stop, You're, don't don't eat those. Those have gelatin in them. They have nickel. No, don't eat those. You can have some soup here. And Sheely's mom looks over and she's going, Sheely is helping Jin Yu in a way that I would never have thought he would be helpful because normally when Sheely tries to help someone, he covers it up with sarcasm, and he's not doing that with Jin Yu. So she's just sitting there as the mom observing this behavior, and she goes, this is, this is interesting. Well, the next day, Sheely is at work 
Jin Yu is at the house getting ready to leave, and she leaves. Mom says, I made you breakfast. And so they have a moment where they're sitting there just kind of talking. And it's at this point that she says, you know, she takes care of you unusually well. She said, my son has always been a caring person, but he usually covers it up with sarcasm because he has always tried to care for people, but they usually don't reciprocate. And it's hard to care when you don't have someone on the other side caring for you back. So she said, you know, this is kind of interesting to me as his mom to see that she he's actually being thoughtful toward you in ways that I would not have expected. And it's at this point that Sheely kind of goes on to this weird little side note where he says, I was just thinking about what love is like. And she says, well, haven't you ever been in love? And he says, um, I was in love once and that was it. And she says, well, I was in love once with Sheely's father who pursued me in college. And I said, yes, finally, after years and years of acting, I can just see Flynn Ryder flaring up in her. But anyway... It's at this point you kind of get the feeling that the mom has kind of figured things out, even though no one's really saying anything. And it's also at this point that there is a moment where Sheila and his mom are having a mask night. And it's kind of funny because the masks have cat faces on them. I don't know. It's just a bit comical to see him and his mom in these cat masks for facial um, improvement. But anyway, they have their mask moment. It's also at this point she says, you know, Sheely and I, you need to take care of Jinyu, Sheely. When I leave, you make sure that you take care of him well because he's sick, he has trouble with nickel allergy, he needs all the help he can get. And Jin and Sheely goes, Mom, don't you care about me? And she said, both Jinyu and I care about you, Sheely. We were just talking about how much we care about you as a person and we try to do what we can to help you. And she goes... You know, I was just thinking about that, Mom. And he says, it's kind of weird. Everybody keeps saying that Sheely's changed a lot. And I'm not really sure. And he keeps going back in his mind to a bunch of different things that have happened recently <laughs> with him and Sheely. Or him and Jin Yu. And at this point, he gets up to throw away his mom and his face masks, and he bumps into Jinyu, which isn't probably the best of plans because he's just had all this stuff come flooding into his head. And so it's at this point that Jinyu's like, are you okay? You just bumped into me. Is everything all right? And Sheely's like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. And um, then you also have where Sheely's mom is looking at the two of them. And she's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Observo, observo, observo. But she's not saying anything. Well, the next morning, Sheely's mom gets ready to leave. And Sheely says, mom, I, I need to talk to you about something. And she says, okay, what, what do you need to talk to you about, Sheely? And he says, um, um, and she goes, Sheely, you need to tell me something, but you don't want to tell me something. What is going on? Why don't you just tell me what's going on? And she says, I, I don't think mom, I've ever cared about someone as much as I care about someone right now. And, um, um, and she goes, well, then if you care about them, pursue them, my boy, <laughs> basically. It reminds me of when um, Gao Shidi's mom looks at him and goes, you know, if you haven't even tried with the person, how do you know that it won't work out? And so she's like, Shidi, if you care about them, then, um, you know, what's the problem? You know, and he goes, well, I don't want to let you down, Mom, because of who I might care about. And she looks at him and she goes, Oh, you mean little Zen? 
honey, she says, he's a good person. It's okay. It's at this point that the mom kind of loses my my high likability for her, although she doesn't mean to, but she says, you know, Sheely, I've known you since you were a little kid. I basically quit work 10 years ago so that I could help raise you when your dad died. I know you really well. She said, I always figured that you might end up falling for a guy. And if so, she said, the main thing is I want you to be happy. And if you're still happy with them, then it really doesn't matter to me who you fall for. The one thing that Anna has a huge problem with in this whole scene, although I really do like his mom, don't get me wrong, is the whole that little still piece bothers Anna. Because really, at the end of the day, I mean, no offense, but with my kids, it's like, I really wouldn't care who they ended up with as long as they ended up with someone who took really good care of them and they took really good care of and it really wouldn't matter if that was a guy or a girl I mean no offense this is honest like well do they take care of them do they reciprocate ah this is good will they be steady throughout their lives okay this is great that's really all that matters but anyway it's at this point that Sheely kind of calms down, gives his mom a big hug, cries and blubbers all over himself. And also at this point that Jin Yu, who is in the other room, hears what's going on. But Sheely does not know that he hears what's going on. And he's like, okay, this is going on. We then have Sheely and Jin Yu getting ready to go back to having their normal arrangements. Also, we find out that the guy who came to do the special order for the jewelry was really just going as an ambassador on someone else's behalf. And what happened was the old boyfriend of Jin Yu is for some reason trying to pop back up into Jin Yu's life. Anna has major problems with this. I really don't know where they're going to go with this in next episode, episode 10, which is, I'm sorry, but this is episode 8 review, but we've already had episode 9 here. And Anna's like, warning, warning, warning. Simply because whoever this guy was, I, I don't mean it weird, he's just a weird dude. I mean, he's got tattoos of gemstones on his back. I'm like, you know, I like gemstones as much as the next person, but those are not realistic portrayals of gemstones and he's just a jerk I mean you don't leave someone especially when you find out they've been in a life-altering car wreck and just do nothing about it I mean and he dumped him I mean I'm just saying I don't know what's going to happen in the next episode but if Jin Yu decides to go back to that trollop Anna's just like uh, don't be an idiot. Just because you like somebody once doesn't mean that they're the person for you now, especially given that person's track record. And I will try to retract the clause of judgment, but really, this guy's just an absolute jerk, and there's really nothing that he can say or do that's going to change my opinion on that, especially since you find out he knew that the person was in a life-altering car wreck and still was an absolute jerk. I mean, it's one thing if you're a jerk, and then you turn from your jerkiness and decide to be a nice person again. And it's another thing if you're a proverbial jerk, you find out the person who cared about you was in a life-altering car wreck, and you just decide to keep being a jerk. I mean, yeah, okay. 
there are levels of jerkdom. But moving on. So you find out that the guy who was Jin Yu's ex from college is trying to somehow make a connection with Jin Yu now. And you also have this scene at the end of this episode where Jin Yu is getting ready to go take his um, bed, pillows, etc. back to his room. Um, Shili is back on the floor even though he should be back on his own bed. You can now go back to his room. And Jin Yu says, well, um, since your mom is gone, I'm going to go back to my room. And Shili goes, yep, that that's fine. That's fine, yep. And um, Shili goes, um, I'll turn out the light, or Jin Yu says, I'll, I'll turn out the light for you, but why aren't you in your bed? And he says, well, I want to sleep on the floor one more night. And Jin Yu says, oh, okay, if you want to sleep on the floor, I'll turn out the light, and there you go. We then have Jin Yu turns off the light, and then he goes to pick up his bed, and then he's like, um, he has this weird puppy dog face come over him. I don't mean that bad. I mean, I know most people would not see um, that Aaron Lai is a puppy dog, but he really does resemble a Labrador in a good way and if he listens to this podcast I hope he knows I'm not trying to be offensive but he does resemble a Labrador retriever and anyway he kind of gets this Labrador retriever look on his face and then he just flops down beside Shili and Shili's like um Jinyu and he says I I too want to find out what it's like to sleep on the floor and he just kind of curls up like a dog and sleeps beside <laughs> Shili nothing else happens it's just he's like I want to be near Shili he's like the green spot in the grass for the Labrador retrieval equivalent <laughs> and that is the end of this episode. Also, there is a brief kind of funny moment where um, this is what would be, I think it was all over YouTube a couple weeks ago. I don't know. But anyway, there was a scene where they're discussing the little prince. And this is kind of on his addendum, even though it happened earlier in the episode. But the little prince was what they used to make this um, piece of jewelry that they're working on. Shili says, you know, the man who said that this project is about the love that was always waiting for you, it reminds me of the story of the little prince who went all around the world trying to do things because, or all around the universe because he loved the rose. But at the end of the day, you know, wasn't he worried that there were other roses? That Wasn't the rose worried that there might be other roses that the the little prince might like and it's at this point Jin Yu and Shili are both in the bedroom um Shili's just talking leaning against the bedpost and um Jin Yu's like well you know what about the fox he said you know the fox was um maybe he was waiting for the little prince and it's at this point that um Shili kind of tiptoes a little closer to Shili he's on the bed reading a book on Beaded jewelry, our magazine on beaded jewelry. Shili's sitting there talking about, you know, the little prince, the rose, etc. Not really thinking about where Shili is. It's at this point that he goes, um, well, I never really thought about the fox. He goes, you know, both the fox and the the rose, um, kind of like the little prince. And Jin Yu says, well, both of them were very willful creatures, too, which was kind of a problem. He's like, hint, 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 Shili. And she's like, well, but both of them meant well, and both of them might have had um, cold hands, but they were warm-hearted. And it's at this point that he 
kind of looks up and he goes, am I, am I right? And then he realizes that Jen Yu is looking right at him, like down at his face. And he's like, okay, this is uncomfortable. So he tries to jump away from the bed, which ends up making Jin Yu fall flat, which means that they end up having what could have been a first romantical moment, but ended up just being as awkward as hell with them both cross-eyed. And um, then they both go to bed very quickly. I think that's probably one of the quickest um, times to sleep ever. But anyway, that was in this episode as well, and it was kind of funny in a weird way, especially the part where General Yu looks up and goes, and they were both extremely willful. <laughs> and I don't know why, but again, it's just kind of that whole Labrador Retriever complex that he seems to have, which is kind of adorable in a weird way, although he's not a very adorable creature, but he does have these adorable attributes, I'm just saying, as a character. I'm really looking forward to the end of this series, mainly because it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Jin Yu, everyone I think who watches this would mainly say on the surface would go, you know, this is about the transformational qualities of how Jin Yu became such a different person after he met Shili and they started a relationship. But I really, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think Jin Yu really changed all that much throughout the series. I mean, yes, we think when he comes to the office and he throws his weight around with the list. But at the end of the day, that was all the facade. That wasn't who Jin Yu really was as a person. That was just what he purported to others. And I think, you know, he really didn't change all that much in this series. I mean, from episode one to now we're at episode nine that has aired. We're going to have episode 10 here in like three days. But the thing is, is he didn't really change. Now, people's perception of him changed because he got to know them better. He was able to trust them more. He was able to be more of who he really was without the facade of da 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 the thing that I think is interesting in the series is to see how Shi Li changes as a person. Because when you meet Shi Li, you go, he's kind of a young, brash human being. I mean, even though he might be in his late 20s, early 30s, he kind of acts very immature. I mean, I don't know a nice way to say it, but he does. But at the same time, he's the one who everyone in the design office looks up to because he's a little older than them, I think. He also is the one who is in charge, so he's the one taking the hit if something goes wrong. But I think the interesting thing in the series is to see how Shi Li changes as a person, how he becomes more responsible, more mature, more, you know, adultish and caring than he was at the beginning of this. I mean, we go from a person who's basically trying to make another person's life hectic because he's not happy with how they're running things to a person who, yeah, he still doesn't like how they're running things, but he will sit there and go, I kind of see how he got to that point. I see how maybe because he had a bad experience in college, it was his only experience ever in life. He decided to have the singles rules as a way to protect himself and as maybe a way to protect other people. And then he sits there and goes, and you know, I should be nice to him because he's had it rough. I can, you know, be nice. I can, you know, pour ointment on somebody when they're itching themselves to bloody. I can make them dinner that won't make them have a reaction. You know, it's those little things that I think is interesting to see 
Sheely develop into, also to see him get really nervous about himself and his emotions as this episode progresses, because, you know, he comes off as a very sure person, even when he's doomed to failure on his previous relationships, which is bloody hilarious. But at the end of the day, when he comes into a possibility of a relationship that could be more long-lasting and might actually have a chance of success, he completely panics, which is kind of interesting to see as before when he had relationships, he was like not granted any real chance of success. And yet he went full bore ahead, yet when he has a chance of maybe having a relationship that would be more long-lasting, he completely freezes up. And so it's kind of interesting, I think, overall, way more to see how Shi Li develops as a person than Jin Yu, because he really, Jin Yu stays pretty static. Shi Li is kind of across the board on this one, but it's kind of interesting to see. And that is my review of Beloved in-house episode 8. Check it at the round table. Bye.